Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Urban City Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hudak, and today I'm joined by two of our stay clients. Um, I'm super excited to have these ladies here in the office with us to discuss the podcast. I'm going to start off with um, Victoria. If you do a quick little introduction of yourself. Hi, my name is Victoria Maynard. Um, I'm 23 years old, and I've been at the church for almost two months now. Two months. Awesome. And you, Esperanza? My name is Esperanza Padilla. I'm 23 years old, and I've been with the state program for about six months. Six months. Awesome. Since you guys are both 23, did you guys know each other before joining the state program, or it just happened that you're both 23 in the state program? Yeah. Well, I just turned 23. Okay. So. I'm 22. 22. Going to be 23? Going to be 23. Well, this upcoming year. But, but still, <laughs> did you guys know each other pre this? No. no. Okay. No. That's kind of, I just thought it was like, because you guys came in together to do the podcast together and you guys are both the same age. I was like, huh, I wonder if these ladies know each other. Mm-hmm. Just coincidences, right? And just how, how it happens to be. Yeah. So awesome. Well, the, the big reason we want to have you here is to share to the community of what is STAY, you know, that it's a program and also what it's like to be clients, right? You know, the things that you've gone through and dealt with in your life. And normally a lot of our STAY clients, they have a lot of past and history and people don't know that and that's what we want to do we want to share and bring that to light so um if you guys don't mind sharing do you want can you share some of the struggles you dealt with before joining stay okay um i was struggling with homelessness since i was 18 after my mom had passed away and i basically jumped from house to house family member to family member but nobody can control me because my anger was so bad after losing my mom. Mm. Um, so I've lived in shelters. I've lived on people's couches. Um, I've grew up in a very toxic environment. Like everybody that I've ever had around me, they were all toxic. Like they were before you were eighteen or after. After I was eighteen, even mm. at home, I was in a toxic. Like my mom, my mom used to beat me. I've got. Mm-hmm molested and yeah yeah, so it was kind of hard growing up all together and being here at uh stay it it changed me in a way because i personally can't be around a lot of girls because it just makes me like (laughs) like really like i don't know it makes me want to sock everybody but you know that's (laughs) not right but then i have to think about it because it's like if you hit one of these girls you're out of here you know and i don't have nowhere to go so Mm -hmm. like i really it really helps me to keep my focus together to know like why I'm really here to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. The program offers a lot of a lot of support with all types of addictions, mm-hmm. alcohol, drugs. Um, um, they have mental health therapists, um, yeah. DV classes. They they provide a lot. I just feel like anybody that's coming blindly into the program, I would just say work the program, mm-hmm. work the program. Yeah, like it's hard sometimes too. Like it, it's very hard. It's very hard because there's a lot of things that happen within those walls. So like yeah. things are gonna always come and try to stop you from doing what you need to do. Yeah, um, I really want to get to you, Esperanza, and ask that same question. But on that, because like what's so crazy is that every client has their past, and there's a lot of triggers and trauma and all that stuff. So something that doesn't trigger you triggers them, and then it just creates this you know, domino effect at times where it's like, oh man, like it feels, I bet sometimes like you have to walk on eggshells because you don't know what you can or can't say, but you, 
I th- the one common factor, or at least what it should be, is that y'all there because you need a place to stay and you want the support. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, everyone's different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just happen to be you two are almost the same age. That's the only thing that's like right now that's the same <laughs> that I see. So Esperanza, for yourself, um, do you mind sharing a little bit of your struggles that you dealt with before joining Stay? Um. Well, right before I went to stay, I was um, struggling with being homeless mm-hmm. and having a really rocky relationship with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my relationship with my family has always been toxic yeah. and very, um, I guess, not healthy in a sense. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I like, how I ended up in stay. Um, I do have my past traumas. Mm-hmm. So um, I can like go on and on. But uh, yeah. this time around <laughs> i've been to stay a couple of times so yeah. um it was just homelessness and just going back to a toxic environment honestly yeah so i have a specific <coughs> question for you because i think you're one of the few clients that i've interviewed that have <coughs> left and come back right what has that experience been is there something that like you had like humble yourself and were like you know what like i want to f- this isn't because of this right i want to you know i just want to step forward and, and heal and get better so me coming back mm-hmm. to the state program and leaving and coming back, it, it has a lot to do with, um, I guess, toxic relationships, honestly, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I could get a call from somebody and they'll be like, hey, you know what? I'm so sorry for what I did. You know, I need you to come back and I would run back. Mm-hmm. And so this time around, honestly, it's kind of been eye opening yeah. only because um, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just done hurting and I'm done you know, being like not taking care of myself, I guess, you know, I'm, yeah. I was so busy taking care of everybody else and making sure everybody else was good mm-hmm. that um, this time around, I'm just like, my goal is to get a job, get my own place and, you know, get out of here. Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, I guess for, for both of you, what is your <laughs> ultimate goal after the program? What do you want to do after stay? Like, and you know, like, it's been successful if you've done blank. Whoever um, wants to go first. I want to finish school. Mm. Um, right now, I'm going to school to get my my CNA certification. And um, I was already looking into doing my LVN. But, like, by the time I get out of here, like, I want to be stable enough to be like, okay, I'm going to go get my own place. But I want to move out of California. I don't want to be here. Why? I don't like California. (laughs) It's too expensive. And then I feel at the same time, too many people know me out here. (laughs) Like, move states. Nobody knows me. I mean, you could move counties, too, uh, you know? I've been L.A. County, San Bernardino County, Riverside County. Oh, Oh, you've been all around Southern California. Yeah. North Cal's like its own state at times. (laughs) Sometimes you go up there. And and so CNA, what is that? Uh, Certified nursing assistant. Okay. So you, you have a big interest in being a part of the hospital. Yeah, I want to be a pediatric nurse. Oh, that's dope. Why pediatric? Because, I mean, nurses like 100 different jobs, but why pediatrics? Because I like kids. Oh, I gotcha. love kids. That's cool. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's really cool. Wish <laughs> you the luck, and and we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. But what about you, Esperanza? Um, I would say the same. I'm also in CNA school right now. So okay. um, we should be graduating next month, right? The end of next month, we should be graduating. So nice. Um, my plan is honestly to just have a somewhere to work and mm-hmm. consistently <laughs> and yeah. like, 
get my life started, I guess, in like a career, you know, I like helping people a lot. So um, nursing is cool for me. Since you <clears throat> both are currently residing in Pomona, would you be interested in working at Pomona Valley? Or is like, I already know too many people in Pomona. I don't want to be a CNA in Pomona because everyone coming in, I probably know. I don't know nobody out here. Oh, you don't? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Esperanza. Um, for me, I don't want to be in Pomona. <laughs> so uh, I I've grew up in Pomona since I was eight. So I've seen a lot of like... A lot of Pomona. Yeah, a lot of Pomona. So it's like, oh, God, I want to get out of here, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, for now, um, after I graduate, I will be working in a retirement home in Pomona. Okay. But um, as soon as I'm able to save up and get out, it won't be Pomona. So. Do you want to move out of the state, too? Or do you want to stay in state? No, I just want to move out the city. Okay. <laughs> hey, I mean, who knows? You guys could have become friends here and become roommates in, you know, Arizona or something like that. Who knows? Y'all could be best friends after this. We right. don't know. You want to put caps on that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And it, it's with having that goal, is it easier to work the program? Because you have, this is my goal. I want to hit here. So it allows me to deal with some of the, the little BS stuff of other things that come up because that's what happens when you live with multiple people. Like things won't be perfect all the time. Like mm-hmm. even at your our homes, like, even me living at home with my parents when I was younger, it's like things weren't always perfect, right? Like you can't always have perfect. But again, having that goal, having that dream of like, I want to be a nurse. I want to be a pediatric nurse. I want to be a nurse. So then I can move out and do this and take care of myself and then my family from whatever that leads to. Does that help? Yeah, it does. Honestly, um, I would say for me, because I'm the type of person that's like, if I don't have something laid out in front of me mm-hmm. and like knowing what I'm going to do next, then I feel like it's like, I don't know what I'm doing in life. Yeah. So for example, I've been like, before I started going to school for CNA, I was like stuck. Mm-hmm. I, I was having jobs and I would leave. And I was like, I don't like working these jobs. I don't. And I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And once I started going to CNA school, it kind of like opened my mind and I was mm-hmm. able to just lay everything out and be like, okay, well, this is what I'm looking for. And this is what I want. And so now that that is there, it's like, it pushes me like, okay, all you got to do is just graduate this program, you know, um, mm-hmm. CNA program, and then everything will fall into place after that. So yeah. I would say, yeah, for me. Victoria? Um, yes, I would say because, like I said, the program provides a lot of resources, so they're always there for you. They're, they motivate you. Mm-hmm. Like once they, they want to know your goals, and then once they find out your goals, they're going to help any way possible to make sure you achieve those goals. Like I told her I wanted to be in school. You know, I was doing caregiving. She was like, well, there's a CNA program that you can do. See, so, mm-hmm. and this is my third time doing CNA, like trying to do it. <laughs> but the only reason why I couldn't finish the other two times is because money. Mm. This program is free. Oh, the CNA program you're in now is free. It's free. Yeah. Oh, that's helpful. So, yeah, very helpful. Yeah. And um, so I say yes because they do, they, they help with all of that. They give us the resources and they push us to mm-hmm. be better. So, so what would you tell clients who are coming in that might not have an idea of what they want to do? Um, I would say don't stress on it too much mm-hmm. because that's not going to make things move any faster if you just stress over it. I would just say, you know, focus on the important things like mental health, mm-hmm. your how you're 
adjusting to everything, healing from your past. I would say take those things because those things are more important. You can't go get a job. You can't go to school if you mentally can't sit there or like if you're not focused, mm -hmm. it's it'll defeat the whole entire purpose if you go into school or trying to do something better for yourself. I would say take the time to heal yourself before you try to go do anything drastic as far mm -hmm. as like trying to figure out what you're going to do with life like mm -hmm. that you still got to figure out what you got to do but don't think like you get in there and you just be like okay i got to do this this that no like they give us a grace period too so yeah to just heal yeah awesome what anything else you want to add esperanza yeah um <clears throat> i would say for me i would tell a new client don't come in trying to make best friends you're no. not there for that you're mm -hmm. there to heal Get yourself together and, you know, hopefully have a good outcome out of the program. Um, and I say that from experience. I came in the program trying to make friends and not really worried about what, like, I wanted to do in life, you yeah. know. So my thing is don't, you know, come in with the mindset of I'm trying to get my stuff together and I'm trying to succeed in life and trying to heal and trying to become a better person. Yeah. And if you make friends along the way, then great, you know, but don't be, don't let it be the mindset. I'm going to make friends and I'm going to go out with them every weekend. And I'm going to, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal is to succeed and hopefully get out of Pomona for those that like live in Pomona, you know, mm. or, you know, and just uplift one another, honestly. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And one thing I would add too is like, if you don't know what you want to do, that's also helpful, right? Because at least you can know, check out some boxes of mm -hmm. things not to do. It's like, if you don't want to work in, you know, restaurants, mm -hmm. great. You already know what, yeah. what that's like half the job. So I'm not going to look at any jobs at McDonald's or like the fast food places or even the sit down restaurants because I don't like, I don't like that. You know, all right, cool. All right, let's start looking at other places that you might like. And so I think those are really good ideas and good, good stuff. And then um, I think, I want to ask one more question and then we could probably wrap it up from there. And so that's on the mentor side, right? So if, you know, what would you encourage mentors like myself to do to best serve and support you? Um, I know you guys mentioned like you, we're not here to come in to be friends, right? Mm -hmm. And mentors aren't necessarily always friends, but they're like confidants or people that come and walk alongside but knowing everyone has their past traumas, their past hiccups, their past struggles, their current struggles, their current traumas, all that stuff. What would you encourage mentors and people who come in to support? I would say be supportive, be mm. sensitive, and don't try to compare your life to theirs. Mm. Because... We, everybody in that house has been through some very traumatic things. And it's hard for somebody that hasn't been through it to understand or feel where they're, where they're coming from. And a lot of people try to put their problems and be like, oh, it's going to be okay. Like, that's being insensitive mm -hmm. altogether because it's like, this person struggles with this. This person gets triggered by this. It's like, you can't turn a blind eye and you have to listen. I would say listen, pay attention because... Depression, it's kind of hard to know when somebody's in depression, but it's also, if you know that person, then you know, like, okay, they're falling into depression. But somebody not knowing what depression looks like, it's hard to miss these things and somebody end up doing something to their self. I would just say just be, be there for them 
be somebody they can lean on and talk to. Like, don't be so quick to be like, okay, maybe you should do this. Maybe, no, like just some people just need other people to listen Mm. and be there. Somebody they can talk to like, okay, I need to vent to you about something and no judgment. Awesome. Thank you. I would agree with Victoria um, about the listening. Um, Most of us just want somebody to listen honestly um i've said this before and i will always say it and it may sound rude but it's not rude but i tell people all the time we've had plenty of people come in and try to be our mentors over at the state program you know many programs and they've asked me to like talk to a couple and stuff and every time i meet up with a mentor i look at them and i say i'm not a charity case Mm. if you're looking for somebody to you know check that box check that box or or just even be a write-off for your taxes like that's not me like i'm a human just like you are you know and if we just need you to listen that's it honestly just listen um listen to us don't judge us um be there wholeheartedly and if you can't be there wholeheartedly like it's not for you it's not for you to be a mentor awesome well, th- this was really good. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. Yep. And um, I've been telling everyone, everyone I have on, I would love to have you guys come back. Yeah, it's most n- definitely. So if you want to, we could always do this again. Mm-hmm. Have both of you come back together since y'all like yeah. BFS, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. Or you can come independently. doesn't matter. Um, we can just continue deep diving deeper into conversations like this and allowing people to see what's, what's going out there in Pomona and what's happened outside in every county in Southern California that Victoria's been in. It sounds like all of them. <laughs> so no, but thank you so much for tuning in everyone for, for checking in and listening to us today. Um, if you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us. That's what we're here for to help support other mentors, support other mentees, students that are out there, youth or parents. Like if you, you're a parent with uh, uh, your ch- youth, your child that you're struggling with and you have some questions that Hey, how can I better help support my my daughter, my son, my my child, so that they don't become homeless? That's what we're here for. Reach out, send us a message. That's what we're here for. So thank you everyone for tuning in this time. Check you guys next time and have a good day. See you guys. Bye. Right. <laughs>